Hello and welcome to episode two of the Lowdown in T-Town. Uh, I'm Philip Kaufman, and I'm joined by Jack Lewenberger. He is the only uh, other person that will be talking today, because it seems like everybody else had a busy schedule right after school, but uh, we hope that you guys will enjoy us a little bit today. All right. Jack, so what do you what do you want to talk about? So today, um, one of the things that I really wanted to touch on was district wrestling. Um, our uh, high school team... Uh, they're going to the district tournament, which is in St. Paul, Nebraska, this year. Um, and, you know, there are about four senior wrestlers. There's Colton Wellman, uh, Levi Dorsey, Caleb Eggleston, and Joe Rodriguez. Now, I can't say for Colton or Joe, but I know that both Levi and Caleb have had an extraordinary year. Yeah, I can back that up. I I myself was a wrestler in the beginning of the year. Uh, it was my first year, and I was I was really enjoying it. I truly was, but uh, my second match I ever had, uh, a kid threw me on the ground and it dislocated my knee. Uh, so it, it sadly has me out for the rest of the year, but I will be sure to come back. Um, you have any interesting stories with any of them since, since you were in practice? I mean, I was a wrestler back uh, my freshman and sophomore year. I decided not to this year. Yeah, cause, Jack, look at that lineup. Do you really think there's not going to be an interesting story with yeah, them? Yeah, you're, you're probably right. But you, you got any standout stories there? I remember uh, we, were, we were in practice one time, and I saw Joe, Caleb, and I think Levi all tackle Christian. And they're, they've got him pinned on the ground, okay? And I see him doing something with his leg. I'm like, "What the heck is he doing?" Then all of a sudden, the leg hair, uh-huh, they? then all of a sudden they get up, look my way, and they just sprint for me. I turned and ran, and they ended up catching up to me. And they pinned me to the ground. And what they did is they moved their hand in a circular motion, really, really quick, and they would knot your leg hairs together. And those were not fun to get out. Like, oh man. <laughs> my best stories uh, are with Caleb and. He'd just go out of his way to just completely torture me, and it ended up making me a better wrestler mm-hmm. because I learned how to get out of some tricky situations. Because yeah. Caleb, he's a he's not a big dude, but he no matter what oh, yeah. weight you are, he can put you into some positions that are nearly impossible to get out. But putting you in those situations, he kind of gets you to learn how to get out of those situations, and it makes you a better wrestler. Yeah, I, uh, like I I remember before I even really knew anything about wrestling at all. Like he was teaching me a couple of things. And uh, he's like, have you ever gotten thrown? I was like, you can't throw me because, you know, he's really not that big. But, my God, did he throw me across that room. (laughs) Oh, man, and that hurt, too. But uh, this year we had a new coach. Uh, His name is Neil Bowman. Uh, I wrestled before way, way back when. I don't remember anything. But Coach Bowman, he he really – he's a good coach. Uh, Anything you know about him much? Uh, I mean, I've talked to him in person back uh, this summer in the weight room, and he seemed like he really cares about, like, how well you do. And, like, mm-hmm. uh, he, he he just seems to be a really good coach, like, really pushing you to do your best and wants to build a family, which is, in in my experience, that's what a wrestling team is. It's not really a team. It's a family. Um, but, uh, yeah, I kind of regretting not going out for wrestling this year but yeah i i it's a little too late to change that you, you should do it next year though because i'll think about it one thing that i did love about uh coach bowman what he did is he would send out an email to the parents and everybody else in wrestling too and he would have some kind of thing to talk about 
throughout the weeks of wrestling. One time he was talking about uh, Roger Bannister, the first person to run a four-minute mile. Or, yeah, it was, yeah, right? Four-minute mile, yeah. And uh, he he said, he was talking about him, and he said that he said he was going to go out and do it. Everybody said that he couldn't do it, and he ended up doing it. And he also, first week we were in there, talked about burning your boats. Vikings back in the day, they would travel and go to someplace new, and they would burn their boats knowing that they had no return. And that's what that was his way of saying that, you're gonna come in here. You're gonna be committed, and you aren't gonna. Yeah, quit. I I heard um, stories of that same thing. Like these leaders, they'd go to war on these islands, and mm-hmm. in order to put their soldiers in a position of no fear, they have nothing to lose. They burn their boats so that way they have to do this in order to get back home and see their families. Yeah, and I I have to admit he is one of my like most important coaches that I've ever had personally. Like he. He pushed me to do the best that I could, and he he really emphasized that we are a family, and he made sure that you, I knew that. Like when I had when I had that injury, I was I will admit I was bawling my eyes out, but it hurt. Like there's a loud pop, and uh, I was I was sitting on the bench over there. I saw my knee, and my mom talking to me because she's a nurse, and uh, he said, "Hey, hey, hey, calm down." He's like. I know you're in a lot of pain. I hope this doesn't mean it's the end, but I love you and good luck with the recovery. And I went and did all that stuff, but he he really wanted you to know that we were all there for each other. Um another reason I think that he's a great coach is because I've I mean, I can't really say any anything cuz like I know I'm not at practice, but mm-hmm. it seems like you're seeing a lot more out of Joe Rodriguez because um I don't know, it's just something with Joe, you know. He Joe has a way of like making you really feel like part of his family and he he's a great he's a great guy. He may not seem like it on the outside, but if you get to know him, he's a great yeah, guy. I agree with that. Um in other in other news, uh I know for a fact that Caleb Eggleston has had an outstanding year. Oh yeah. <laughs> he and I remember after I got done with my first actual match uh, I ended up getting disqualified because I kept doing things that I didn't know were uh, <laughs> illegal at the time to do. But he he took me into another room where it was a lot quieter, and he taught me a, few, a couple of things I was doing wrong. And he said, you can't do that. And he's like, I got to say, for your first match, that was absolutely amazing. And he, he even even if he was joking, he made me feel like I could go out there and defeat anybody in that gym. Like, he he was definitely on that day really inspiring me to do well but like i said next kid i go out there snap <laughs> you know Caleb he he was one of the main reasons why i was in wrestling because mm-hmm. he is always supportive he may he may uh really push you to your limits and at in the in the heat of the moment you're regretting ever meeting him but uh, when it really comes down to it, Caleb's always there for you. Mm-hmm. I have been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed Odyssey recently, and I gotta say that the campaign in that game is amazing. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just kind of wanted to talk about like uh, some of the video games that like have an outstanding campaign story and um, just kind of like what makes them so great. So anything 
pop in your head right away for there, Philip? The first one that pops into my head, I've played through it at least ten times. Uh, Titanfall 2. That campaign was so good. Like, uh, so Titanfall, for some of you that don't know, uh, it's a game... Uh, it, it's a game where there's these, uh, it's more of a violent game, I will admit that, but it's not super violent. Uh, it's got these these armies and the technology, like the biggest technology they have at the moment are these things called Titans. And what they are is they're a big chassis that you can get in and control by yourself. And uh, uh, the name of the first Titan that was in there was like BT with a bunch of numbers behind it. But uh, like the relationship that the main character, you and that uh, Titan, like Bill, it was so good. And it just had you on your toes the entire time through it. It was a, such a good game. If if you ever have a chance to pick up that game, please do. It, it's You won't regret it. Um, in that same light, uh, the first thing that popped in my head when I, you know, besides Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but I can't really talk about that because I haven't finished the campaign yet, but one of the games that I have finished and have replayed multiple times is Red Dead Redemption 2. I have. I was thinking about picking up that, but I, I actually didn't. I <laughs> like pick I, up I the game. You will not regret it. I just heard too many bad things about it, Jack. I have had, I have had zero complaints about that game. I mean, the character, main character Arthur Morgan, he's compelling because, like, he's obviously an outlaw and he's trying to be better, but he's stuck in this gang that he's been with his entire life, and you, I mean, uh, there's the honor system, so like. Mm you can choose whether it be good or evil. And, like, you can really see, like, how the character, um, how your choices affect, mm -hmm. uh, the path of that character. And it's, it's really fun. Um. I'll definitely think about it. There are some side quests that are hilarious, some that are more <laughs> serious. I remember one of my favorite ones was, there's this photographer, and he's going around trying to, uh, photograph all of these, uh, carnivores. And in one of them, he had a, like briefcase full of meat trying to get uh, some coyote to come and stay in a specific spot so we can get a really good picture. Uh -huh. And what the coyote end ends up doing is just picking up the bag and running away and you have to chase down that coyote and get it back. Um, but obviously there are some more serious ones like of course the main uh, missions and um, yeah it's just it's just an all around good time and uh, the, the accuracy that the developers put into the weapons is it's outstanding. Um, how about like the games with like that you have played that have like the best graphics, Philip? Well, best graphics for me is probably Monster Hunter. Uh, that like that is the, a beautiful looking game. It is, like, the it's it's just wow. Like first time I ever played it, my eyes just lit up. I was like, there was just so much going on, and they do a really nice job of leveling and all that in there. I, I enjoyed that game. Um, well, for me, the the game with the best graphics would be God of War 2018. Oh, God of War. How did I forget about God of War? I picked up that game off the Facebook Marketplace for 20 bucks. My dad and I went down and got it, and I plugged it in, or put it into my PlayStation right away, and as soon as I hit play, I was like, oh, this is amazing. How did I forget about... Personally, I'm I'm an Xbox kind of person, so I wasn't able to play that, but I I watched uh, a guy on YouTube play that, 
and I enjoyed that one. That that's a great campaign too. If you have a PlayStation, pick up God of War. <laughs> I'm telling you that now. And God of War's graphics, they they are beautiful. Like the the lighting they did, it was just so spot on. And the world serpent in that. Oh, that. Oh, the first man. time I saw the world serpent, my my eyes were just like, yes, this is what I need. Because uh, I'm a, I'm a big fan in mythology of any culture yes, and. Sir. Like just seeing the attention to detail that they put into like the mythology and the creatures and um uh, like the size and scale of the world world serpent that was amazing to me and um it's Jormungandr, right yeah Jormungandr. Yeah. like and i I remember so you come out onto this beautiful lake with a island in the middle, wasn't it a little bit techie? Yeah. Um, well, ha- kind of it it's not, it's hard for, to describe for, for the time of it's the game. ancient yet techie yeah. so like you come out of there and you're on your on this boat with your son and you're rowing along talking and you get on that island and you look in a circle around you and all you see is this absolutely gigantic uh tail of a snake just flopped over mountains over itself i remember it moving a and, little bit and then like, when uh you find when it finally surfaces its head and that whole scene where like the waves are rising and you see its head pop up and just the like the eye when it opened up it looked like a snake actually opening up yeah. its eye and just and I'm I'm gonna gonna branch down into like sound effects here too, but like um when it starts speaking, like you not even if you don't have a the controller and like because uh, the controller can vibrate, vibrate and yeah. When the world serpent speaks, since it's a giant snake, it vibrates the controller. But even with just the sound, you can just feel its. Uh, it, it was the power thunderous. of its voice. It's so thunderous. Like when when it talked, it didn't speak like we do. It was more in just sounds, and it yeah. was low, rumbling, and beautiful. And keep in mind, I I would compare. Uh oh shoot! I forgot his name. Uh, the God of War. Kratos. Kratos, there it is. Kratos, he he's absolutely massive. Christopher Judge did an amazing job. He did. He did. Um, like, oh, he he's absolutely massive of a man. I would compare him to Brian Shaw. Most of you might not know who he is, but he's the world's strongest man, and he is six eight, four hundred and twenty five pounds. Last I knew, I would compare him to that Brian Shaw, and the World Serpent. He he literally could have just and he would have flown miles away. He um, you might not have seen thing. this, but uh, there is a segment when you get to travel inside the world serpent. Oh, really? Yeah, that oh that's fun. Um, I mean it I it's frustrating that. because uh, it's really dark, but like mm-hmm. just the scale and um, I'm I'm gonna kind of nerd out because like uh, Go ahead. with the Norse mythology with the Draugr. Um, oh yeah. Uh, one of the in the prose edda, which is basically where they stored all of their myths, mm-hmm. it talks about how to dispose of Draugr, and the way that you dispose of Draugr properly is by killing it then burning it. And one of the great things that I th- I thought was in it was when like uh, Kratos kills a Draugr, it explodes into like fiery uh-huh. ash, and Th- that that was very well done. Just. It was just all around a great game. And they did a very good job with uh, the axe, I feel like. Oh, because, yes. Uh, it, I would compare it to, like, Thor's hammer. Like, you could throw it, and it would stick and stuff, and it would you would be able to call it back. And 
<laughs> I remember I watched Jack. Uh, I watched Jack Step the guy play on uh, YouTube, and he would have so much fun with that because he'd throw it off this big old cliff, and then uh, you'd hear it come back, and you'd hear tink 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 tink, yeah. whoosh, and he'd have it in his hand, and it was so cool. And another another thing I liked about that game is the storyline because uh, Atreus, yeah, you, you really a- see Atreus Kratos grow as a father. Yeah, because in the beginning, he he almost pities his son you know he, yeah. he looks at him and he he, he calls him boy do, doesn't really respect him and as the story it goes like along Kratos thinks atreus is a burden if mm-hmm. anything yeah as the story goes along it starts advancing he starts saying boy less and starts calling him uh what was it son or atreus or yeah just by his name and in the end there was this really big my my favorite plot i'm, I'm gonna talk a little bit about the boss fight my favorite um Boss fight, well, probably second favorite. My my favorite one of all time is the big dragon fight. Um, oh, yeah, the big dragon. Um, oh. My my best, like, um, my my fav- one of my favorite ones was the one between Magni and Modi, which are two of Thor's sons. Yeah, that, and, that was really well done. And uh, seeing, like, how Atreus and Kratos work together and, like, seeing uh-huh. Atreus, like, give in to his anger. And then... Another Oh yeah, because at the end of it wasn't he just like violently yeah. attacking um, him even though he was no longer alive. And then like, at the know, end yeah. of the game, the final boss fight, I'm not gonna say who yeah. it is because spoilers. <laughs> mm-hmm. But seeing finally Atreus and Kratos working together in tandem, yeah. like their minds are one. It, it was very it, well done. It was just very aesthetically pleasing. And and <laughs> the end plot twist. I uh, we will not speak of it. Yeah, and but we're not, we're not going to talk about my favorite weapon in there because spoilers. <laughs> oh yeah, that too. Oh, mwah, well done. But another another thing I loved was uh, like just at the end what they did with Atreus. Yeah. I, I won't say anything. All I'll say is they did something with Atreus. And now, I don't think it's it as big nice. of a deal as people are making it, but. And and um like, once again this is God of War yeah. we're talking about um just to clear up any confusion in case you <laughs> we've been talking about it the for 2018 a good 10 not now. like the 2000 whatever the first one mm-hmm. but it was the most recent one yeah but <laughs> anyway we'll move on from that we could talk about that all day but uh next thing we could talk about is uh Valentine's Day it's coming up in three days isn't it it's uh, Friday wait. Is today Wednesday? Yes. Oh, it's two days. It's two days. Uh, but uh, <laughs> jeez, you need to get yourself a calendar. <laughs> hey, I've been busy, all right. But uh, Wednesday, or Wednesday, <laughs> Friday <laughs> is gonna be Valentine's Day. Lots of love gonna be going around. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, the juniors weren't they doing something for yep, that? Yep, we were uh, selling the candy grams mm-hmm. for ten cents a pop. I got one. I got two, both from teachers. Kind of <laughs> depressing. I don't know. Who, I don't. Okay, who, if if this is you, whoever's listening, they put. Uh, it was like someone smiley face, your old pal, and I was it like, was, me. "Was it really?" No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that'd be funny. I I it, I feel like it had to be a girl's handwriting though, because it was way too good from any guys I've seen. But if you're listening, wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, Valentine's Day should be pretty fun. W- we have the day off for yeah. from school, so I I hope I'll find some money in the couch, maybe a twenty dollar bill, <laughs> and I'll 
treat myself to some McDonald's or something because, you know, <laughs> lonely you know, life. Woo! People always <laughs> talk about how, like, you're supposed to, like, uh, spread the love with, uh, like, a significant other, like a girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or wife. But, you know, you got to show yourself some love. And so, exactly. like, like Philip said, you know. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna go McDonald's. Yeah, you're gonna go see McDonald's all these cute couples here, and you're just gonna uh, be shoving your mouth full of chicken nuggets. Or do do what I do and just go to Casey's and buy yourself a rain and some popcorn chicken I, or some pizza. Rain. Uh, R E I G N. Uh, it's it's an energy drink, but it has zero calories and zero sugar, three hundred milligrams of caffeine. I believe. Oh, yeah. I I used to drink Mountain Dew Kickstarts every morning, but I'm starting to switch over to that. The blue Razzleberry. Oh, that's my favorite. I I I, I got I, Miguel hooked on it. I, think. I like it, but it's like a roller coaster of taste. All right, in the beginning, it's what the heck is yeah. that? Then it's like, whoa, that's really good. It's like, yeah, it's all right. And then I had the sour apple today, and I I felt like I melted a bunch of Jolly Ranchers, and they stayed in a cooled liquid form, and it was just so good. My favorite thing about the blue razzle or the razzleberry uh, rain is that like it's a it's clear, but yet yeah. when you drink it, it feels like you're. Your lips should be uh-huh. stained blue. That's that's how the sour apple was too. Like I I went I said I had to use the restroom. I went in there, did my business, and I looked in the mirror and I was like, my teeth aren't green. What the? Because I I felt like it should just be so stained from that. Oh yeah. Very good taste. If if you need a good energy drink for in the morning and you're trying to stay in good shape, we we both recommend Rain. Oh yeah, as uh, BCAA. Um, which oh, yeah. is branched chain amino acids, which are supposed to help you build muscle. I looked this up this morning because Miguel was asking that explains me. Explains it. <laughs> so uh, get your gains. Um, but anyways, back to the subject of Valentine's Day. Um, you got a special someone for Valentine's Day, Philip? Uh, I had someone going for a while, but uh, <laughs> we both have way too busy of lives for that now. But I, I think we still may go out and. At least just get a slice of pizza together at Casey's or something, just as a little treat. In the famous words of Jeff Gold- Goldblum, life finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of that, I wanted to talk about uh, some quotes that you like. Because recently I've been needing to find some motivation and trying to like make myself better. And I, I found that quotes are helping a lot. You got You got any quotes that you enjoy? Well... I mean, I always go with the good Star Wars quote. Um, <laughs> do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, do it. Or no. um, My favorite one is from Yoda, Master Yoda, mm-hmm. when he says, do or do not, there is no try. Yeah, and uh, that's a good one. basically what that, what that means for me is, like, uh, you either uh, do your best at something and give it your 100%, or you do nothing. There is no in-between. Yeah. Uh, there's no just try because if you tell yourself I'm gonna try this, you're not gonna give 100 percent. But if you tell yourself you're gonna do it, you're gonna give it 100 percent. Um, another great one is, um, God, it, it Here, left I'll me right now. You, you you go and I'll think about I, it. I have been nerding out with quotes lately. Uh, Eddie Hall, the Beast, is what he's called. Uh, he is one of the world's strongest men. Uh, he holds the world record for deadlift right now at 1,100 pounds. 
I think he did that a couple years ago, and he beat the previous record by a lot. Like I, I it was over a fifty like pound margin, and uh, one of the quotes that he has is. I think it was after he won either the World's Strongest Man or an Arnold Strongman Classic. Doesn't matter what background you come from. Doesn't matter who you are. Keep your head down, work hard, and you can achieve great things. I took that to heart because I don't see myself as m- much of a per- like much of a skillful person. And w- when I read that, it, it kind of gave me the confidence that, yeah, I may not be... The be- I may not be very good at basketball. I may not be that intelligent. But if I really put my mind to it, I can do absolutely anything in the world. And I- I've started to believe more and more of that. Uh, another one that I have is from Brian Shaw. Uh, I talked about him earlier. He's a world's strongest man too. Uh, he said, you may see me struggle, but you will never see me quit. Those are some great quotes there, Philip. Yeah, like... I've taken a lot of these to heart, and uh, another one from uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Strength does not come from winning. Your struggles develop your strengths. When you go through hardships and decide not to surrender, that is strength. Another Very one that good. I absolutely love. Um, now, I've, I completely forgot the ones um, from Star Wars, because I'm a nerd like that. But uh, I do have some other great ones. Um, one is uh better to die on your feet than live on your knees. That's true. Because and basically if you don't understand what that means, it's like um it's better to um go down uh fighting for what you believe in than to just live on and have uh like the thing you believed in have it like completely fail. Um Another another great one I think is uh in your darkest hour when the demons come call on me brother and we will fight them together. Yeah. Basically a no man left behind quote. I love those quotes. And the final one for me is uh the devil whispers to the warrior you cannot withstand the storm. The warrior whispers back I am the storm. That that's, that's basically deep. like nothing can it, it's it's a like Oh, I don't know how to put it. Um, I I don't know how to put it, but it's a it's a wolf mentality, kind of, yeah. you know. All right, and uh, I I have been using an app recently just to take the quotes that I see and make them able to be like a phone background or a background for anything. Uh, it's called Canva. It it doesn't have the quotes on there, but it has a really good way to put a picture on there and edit something onto it. And it does a good job of making it easy for you to get on there and do what you want. And uh, uh, to find the quotes, I just kind of looked them up on Google. I looked up Brian Shaw quotes, Eddie Hall quotes, and kind of helped me find some of them. Uh, for my quotes, I was actually just scrolling through Facebook and saw them on T-shirt. <laughs> And I was like, hey, I like those quotes. And t-shirt quotes sometimes are the best quotes. Um, Anything else you want to talk about, Philip? Oh, man. There's a lot that we can talk about. How was your day today, Jack? Well, you know, yesterday I uh, asked a girl to prom, as you know. Woo-hoo. And 
she basically said, I don't know, until uh, last night. And then, right. and I don't know if she listened to this podcast, but if she does, you know who you are, and you wink, make me very wink, happy. Wink. Um, <laughs> and uh, basically, she did end up saying yes, and you know, it's kind of put me in a really good mood. That's good. How was your day today, Philip? Oh, it's. I started out with the worst headache I've ever had, and my mom insisted that I went to school. I came to school in a real bad mood, but my headache started clearing away, and uh, it ended up being an all right day. Uh, towards the end in my strength training period, uh, the most recent one I had, uh, we it was our off day, so we went upstairs and we were all playing basketball. I was dribbling through people, throwing up wide open shots, couldn't make a single one. I think I shot 20 shots at least, Dang. and I missed every single one of them until Eli Waring, arguably one of our best basketball players at the moment, uh, he came back from FBLA and uh, gave him a good high five, held that hand out until I got back into the game. I went in there, and guess what I did? You made the shot? I scored. I may have double dribbled, but the most important thing is I scored. <laughs> and, and then I came back because uh, the way we subbed out was if you score or get scored on, you sub out. And uh, I came back in. I had him high-five me again, and I ran in there, and guess what? I scored again. Coinc- it, it's coincidence? The golden touch. It's the golden I think touch. not. Or, you know, <laughs> you could just say it's the wearing touch. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, anyway... Jack, do we have any more Strive events this week? Well, we have the we have the game tomorrow, basketball game. I do not remember who it's against. Do you? Auburn, maybe? UTAN. Oh, it's UTAN. Thank uh, you, Marcus. Thank you, Marcus, for <laughs> telling us that. Um, you the real MVP. <laughs> um, so we're planning on still streaming that. Um, I'm probably going to be uh, either on... Zoom camera or camera switcher. Um, I'll be wherever Marcus wants me to be. <laughs> you know, sometimes we we need people like that, and you and I both do. I think do a great job of just filling in wherever we're needed. Um, you know, that's just kind of one of those important people to have in a team. In a team, you know, you always yeah. have to have those people that um, are specialized, and you got to have those people that. Are just kind of decent at a few things. We're and wild cards. Yep. Yeah. Kind of like with our basketball team, you know, we have some uh, we have some players that are very specialized. I mean, I can't really think of any of them off the top of my head because I don't know that much about basketball. But from what I've heard from Sam and Gabe, is like there are certain players that are more specialized than others. But we still have those players that are like, if the coach needs them, they're more than willing and able to uh, go out and sub in for someone who needs to take a breather or, you know, yeah, th- those people that are able to just... I, I think Jonathan Duncan, uh, one of our younger basketball players that we have, he's a sophomore, uh, same with me, uh, he he does a very good job of being able to fill in, like you said. Uh, he may not be the best player, but he, he has a really bright future. John, if you're listening, you're welcome, man. Uh, you do a great job of filling in for our team, and those floaters, <laughs> you have perfected that over the years. And every time you throw up that floater, I, I get I get a nice happy feel, and I'm like, it's going in, and it always goes in. 
Uh, Tra- Trayton Holtus, another uh, sophomore on there. He he's always starting varsity. He's always been a great athlete. Um, and like you said, when somebody you think some people are more specialized, I think his best specialize or like what he specializes in is getting those clutch shots. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, getting those clutch shots. He he's done that uh quite a few games where he just gets that nice three in and it keeps us in the game. And another one he does uh, is when he's on the fast break and somebody's just waiting down there in the post for him, he babies them. He jumps in there, does his little bump with his shoulder, and they go flying and hitting the wall, and he gets a nice easy layup. Him <laughs> and, him and uh, Eli Waring both are good at those fast breaks. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, obviously yeah. Eli, because he gets dunks. <laughs> well, yeah, he runs up there. Trey's, get, Trey's getting there. He'll get I, there eventually. I'm sure if he if he really works on it this summer that he'll be able to do it at least next year. Uh, you excited for golf, Jack? Oh yeah, I've I've been trying on the weekends. Um, Fifteen minutes a day, I've been getting out and just swinging my clubs, just I, getting my bo- just getting that. my body back used to the groove, and hopefully we don't have a repeat of last year and spend almost a month in the gym yeah, conditioning. That, oh man. I that was <laughs> miserable because you you remember those stairs like those radiators were right there mm-hmm. and he was making you, us run like you yeah. get on the top level which was uh like on like by the doors it was nice yeah. and cool but everywhere else it was super hot uh-huh. and even if you had shorts and a t-shirt on you were still really hot and <laughs> I'd like, argue this, I, I I didn't join golf to sweat a ton. Oh, I feel <laughs> you there, but I'd argue to say that we were the most conditioned uh, golf oh, team by far in in our uh, region here. And he, I remember first day. I think it was the first day of practice. I have ne- I've golfed once before, and <clears throat> it was horrible. But we were in there sw- uh, swinging and hitting these little foam balls. Uh, on these patches of uh, fake grass. Oh, I think I know what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm sitting there trying to focus on swinging. I go up, swing, go back down. Club's not in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> it, it flew up into the air and hit, hit the lights on the stage. No, it, it wasn't the lights. It was. It was uh, that rack that holds them. Though. Yeah, it it was the hold. It holds a curtain. <laughs> and I was so embarrassed. Everybody just paused, looked over at me. <laughs> Club not in my hands, lands on the floor. Thankfully, nobody got hurt, but it, it was it was something else. Um, Any more golf stories you got? Well, I was uh, just going to say, I remember at the, I think it was the Southern Meet, uh, we were golfing. I don't, I don't know. I remember if I was golfing with you. It might have been with Devin. Uh, Conley, but mm-hmm. he and I were golfing, and all of a sudden we see a prairie dog pop up. Really? Yeah. I mean, nothing really more than that, but it was just like, boop. <laughs> and then we got closer and it just went, <laughs> Uh, I, I remember, oh, I can't remember. I think it was called Grandpa's Woods. Yeah. yeah. That was, that, that's a fun course to golf. Yeah. I, I hit so many balls in the water. Oh, yeah. That, that was my first ever, like, uh, shot where I had to shoot over water and I mm-hmm. could not do it. But uh one of the kids I was with, they had a sign there. Uh it was it was just like a little joke and it said beware of gators. Yep. And y- we both know that. No, it's like no. crocodiles. Or crocodiles. That's even gators, more ridiculous cuz crocodiles don't live in the US. Yeah, they're in the <laughs> Amazon, right? Uh yeah. Something like that. In but Africa. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Anyway, uh, I, I harmonizing had, in. I, yeah, we need to get that later. Uh, I had convinced a kid that was in that group of mine that there were actually. Did you really? Yes, he uh, he was convinced that there were crocodiles in there. Like I had, he was like, "Wait, really?" I was like, "Yeah, man." I hit one of my balls in there, and it jumped up and grabbed it. You didn't see that? And he's like, "No." Well, like he was absolutely convinced oh, that there was funny. at least one crocodile in there, and it was. Oh man! At the end of the day, I was like, "Hey, you know, I was joking, right?" He's like, "Oh really?" He's like, oh man, I feel so dumb. And I was like, "You should feel a little." Dumb. This summer, uh, my grandpa got a new Jeep that he wanted to use to crew cruising, and he wanted to go golf at Grandpa's Woods because I told him it was a really fun course. And so I was like, all right, when do you want to go? And he told me and uh, picked me up at my house with the with the cover down on his Jeep so it was all open. He had his golf clubs back there, the club covers, and I was smart and set them down in there oh, he so that way the club covers didn't. Uh-huh. And then when we got to the golf course, he looked at his clubs and he was like, I thought I had a club, club cover on there. I was like, yeah, I thought you did too. And he said, is it in my bag anywhere? So he was looking through his golf his golf bag, seeing if it was in there. He was like, well, I think it fell off. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, not to diss on like their golf carts or anything, but uh, my grandpa, he does not like to walk long distance, uh, which <laughs> I can understand. But uh, we were going up. It wasn't even, I think it was hole three. I don't remember if you know that one, but it was yeah. just a slight incline. Mm-hmm. And that golf course, man, it struggled getting up that hill. <laughs> put, put, put. <laughs> and, like, we were going forward, and I let, I let go of the steering wheel for one second, and it just... <laughs> <laughs> like, even, like, it was perfectly level and just... <laughs> so I I think they need to get their golf carts a little repaired. <laughs> but need, um, to re- need to realign them a little bit. Oh, yeah. All right, well... We've been talking for quite a while. Uh, I think I think we'll probably leave it here. Anything you want to say, Jack, before I take us well, out of here? Thanks for listening, and I hope you tune into the next one. It, I I really enjoy doing this. Yeah, this this is this is fun. I, I I'm enjoying it. Uh, we would like to thank you guys for watching, and please remember to subscribe. Uh, yeah, that's kind of cheesy. Everyone says it, but we're doing it so you know when we upload every Wednesday. We will be doing this weekly. Uh, we record them and post them. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed talking or listening to us. I wish you could talk to us. That would make for a great conversation. But we would like to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening to the Lowdown in T Town. Have a great day.